Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, there is. The Canberra Raiders are coming to town before the Warriors go on a bye, and they're on a bit of a run themselves coming off a bye uh, as well with a big game, I think, uh, tomorrow night. A bit of rain coming. We've got Madge McGuire on the line joining us. Good morning, Madge. How are you this morning? Good, Danny. How are you, mate? Yeah, not too bad. Mate, how have you travelled, and how's your week been? Um, I guess, did you get time time to relax and take some time out? Oh, I wouldn't say we've had time out. We've sort of uh, travelled two days ago. We had a training day yesterday, and uh, we'll do your traditional captain's run today and then uh, get stuck in the game on uh, Friday. So uh, really looking forward to it. Uh, it's nice to be back in New Zealand. Madge, obviously you're looking at the Kiwis all the time, being the Kiwi coaches. Well, what do you make of the Warriors' form this year and, and where are their strengths? Yeah, they're strong right across the park, Kevin. I, I think they've really improved. Uh, I think you can really see the difference with the players being back home. I think... Um, yeah, just talking to a lot of the players, uh, especially when they came out and gave us a bit of a telling up there uh, over in Canberra, just how happy the team is. I think that's one thing that makes football easy is that, you know, your, your environment and uh, you're happy. And talking to a lot of the, the Kiwi boys that I had away on tour, you could see how excited they were about actually just being back in New Zealand uh, after obviously what they've been through over the last few years. And I think, you know, across the park, their forwards are playing well. Uh, Tor Harris is... Um, yeah, leading up the front with Adam Penel Blake. Uh, I think uh, Dylan Walker's playing a, a great part off the bench. So, look, across the, the middle of the park, they're very strong. But, um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, Wade Egan, he's really added a lot to their game. You know, he steers the ship and allows Sean and then, um, yeah, young Luke uh, Metcalf to be able to play off the back of that. And, you know, it's nice to see uh, Dallin score a few tries, but as long as he's not doing that um, in a couple of days' time, I'll be happy. <laughs> Mate, you talked about the, the middles for the Warriors, but I look at the page and I see the middles for the Canberra Raiders. Papali, Wolford, Tapane, Young, Whitehead and Hallsborough. Have you been getting in their ear to get some edge and a bit of mungle? Joseph Tapane was on our show yesterday and he said he wants to hit Chance Nickel Clods there right between the ribs. <laughs> oh, good old mates, out of each other. So, uh, uh, look, they, uh, they do get along the voice. Uh, and obviously, our been very fortunate to have a number of the boys on tour. Uh, they're a special group of players and uh, the, the, the Kiwi boys that have had away, but uh, I think um, uh, Tarps and uh, Charles, I'm sure they'll get a hold of each other at some stage because uh, Charles is playing some good footy through the middle of the park and you know, he's turning up out on an edge very quickly off the back of some of their um, sort of shift plays. So they're, they're playing a good brand of footy and uh, you know it's going to be a big game. When you talk about brand of footy, 33 mils expected tomorrow night in Auckland. So the rain jackets about the umbrellas will be out. It's a total different yeah. uh, 
kind of uh, environment that you're expecting and you've been used to in Canberra. It's cold, but it's probably mostly dry. Has that changed the focus for this week? Uh, not really. I mean, we we do suffer a fair bit of uh, cold weather over there and a bit of rain, so I think we're probably two teams that are used to the environment. Uh, I'm just really looking forward to the crowd. I think the fact that you know, and we are very envious of watching what's going on over here with the crowds. Uh, you know, they get behind the team and uh, they're very passionate about rugby league. And obviously, you know, I've got a um, you know very fond uh, you know, thought of how things are going over here and on rugby league on the ground level, and then also just to watch the fans get behind the game. And I think it's thoroughly deserved that uh, you know they're. They've been enjoying their rugby league now that's been able to, to be back in the country and have the players back here. They've, they've certainly done that, Maj. They've, they've had over 22,000-plus at every home game so far that's this brilliant. year. Mate, Jack Whiten, um, obviously this is his last season with the Canberra. Uh, how, is, how is that, um, if, if in any, any way, uh, disrupted your, pre, uh, your prep for the rest of the year? Yeah, Kimmy, I think early on it probably was, uh, there was quite a bit of noise there early days. Um, you know, and, yeah, Jack, I think he's been at Canberra for 14 years now, and I think, to be honest, it's probably more of just wanting to have a little bit of a change. Uh, but one thing Jack's done is he's very passionate about the club and he loves the club, uh, you know, born and bred in the place, and uh, he wants to make sure that he finishes, um, you know, in a really good year. and. Yeah, they're a very tight group, uh, the Rays boys. So uh, I think you know it hasn't really distracted anything um, as we've gone throughout the season. But I think early days it does because you know obviously you know, he's a, a love son of the, the Raiders, and um, I guess it's always a bit of change. But look, it, to be honest, that sort of hasn't really been talked about, and he's been very focused and playing well for us. So uh, that's the key at the moment. But we had we had Luke Metcalf on running it straight yesterday, um, and we spoke to him basically about the form that he's in, because he's in pretty good form. You talk about Jack Whiten being at the yeah. club for 14 years and, you know, he's moving on. He's he's done everything in the game in Australia. When you look at the likes of Luke Metcalf and the lack, I, I guess, of depth in the halves and the competition, do you see the yeah. likes of Luke Metcalf one day being a, a marquee player at a club in the halves? Well, there's no reason why he can't be. Uh, I think, you know, there's a lot of young kids coming through that you sort of probably don't hear of and, I'm forever looking at what's the uh, the best young talent coming through because you're always looking at either recruiting or for myself personally, but, you know, the young Kiwis that are coming through. But, uh, oh, look, there's no reasons why he can't be. I, um, I remember talking to Luke, I think it was two or three years ago when uh, we were in COVID up in Queensland, and he's a, he's a nice young kid and, you know, he's very passionate about his footy and, you know, when they've got that hunger to to want to succeed, there's no reasons why they can't, um, you know, take their footy forward and, you know, he's, he's playing off the back of uh, a great, you know, the, the Warriors at the moment that are, are all playing for each other. And when that happens, it makes your job really easy. Uh, and I can sort of see he's just playing off the back of what's going on around him. Yeah, he's going class at the moment. He uh, obviously scoring a lot of tries and directing the squad around the field. But let's, let's take back to the result when you went down against the, the Warriors. There was a lot of motion that week, obviously a, a momentous occasion for Jared Croker in his 300th. Yeah. It's different now. So what has been the mindset shift? You've had the results go your way before the bye. Have you made a, uh, adjustments to the game or what are they? Well, I think it, it just our biggest one is playing for 80 minutes. I think uh, you know, we show um, some really good glimpses of how we can play, but it's just doing it for longer periods of time. And I think that's something there that the, the Warriors are doing well. They're a team that are playing for a full 80. And you know, when they played against us um, over in Canberra, obviously you know, it was a real tussle in the first half, but they were able to break away. So 
you've got to make sure that you maintain the pressure. And I think um, you know Sean's doing that very well for the Warriors at the moment, where he's he's put, putting teams or the opposition into their corner, and you've got to work hard to get out of that um, off the back of his kicking game. So, you know, I'm sure it's going to be a, uh, a real arm wrestle game um, in a couple of days' time. So, are you saying, Coach, that SJ will be wearing that black number seven? Well, he's been in really good form. Uh, look, I've, I've actually, you know, and I think I've actually said this um, on the station before, where you know, obviously, you, you have to make some big decisions when you're picking a World Cup team. And uh, I remember talking to Shawnee before, and yeah, you know, he was sort of trying to get himself back home and get back to the family, and um, you know, he was just trying to find his form uh, that he knows he can play. And he said, "Madge, I'd love to be back in that jersey at some stage, and I'm going to work really hard to do that." And there's no reasons why, off the back of what he's doing now, that. He's putting some great pressures on the positions that um, yeah, we have within the Kiwi team. So looking forward to test matches at the back end of the year and uh, hopefully they all get locked away, uh, as far as I know that they will be. Um, yeah, just dealing stuff with the CBA, I think, at the moment to get that locked away. But uh, it'd be nice to see him uh, in the jersey uh, off the back of the way he's playing. Yeah, that was my next question. We've had a, a ton of messages coming through in regards to the Kiwi tests and, and what do they look like in the schedule. So you're saying... Once the CBA is done, we'll get some clarity and potentially maybe a little snippet of maybe what that would look like. Yeah, oh, oh, that's that's my belief. Uh, what I, I've got an understanding. Nice. Oh, it's uh, a bit of you know, I guess it's frustrating for everyone, but they've got to go through what they need to to, to lock things away. But mm. uh, it'd be really good to get the uh, Kiwi boys back together again. And yeah, there's a World Cup in in, in 25, and uh, the more I can get the team together with the staff and the squad and um, you know, build that and have those opportunities where we spend time together. It's very, very important to to, to, to chase the uh, the win of the World Cup, which we're all after. Madge, there's big talk in Australia at the moment about the CBA, and uh, you know the 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 origin especially should be uh, taken through a shorter period. It's over eight week period at the moment. They're talking about shortening it to three weeks. I they asked me in Australia this week what I thought about. It. I said, well, it's a great opportunity to play a Pacific Cup over a three week period yeah. if they do move. To the uh, to the state of origin over that period of time. What what are your thoughts about other players getting the opportunity to play through that window, not just players that want to play for the state? Yeah, can be on with you, mate. I, I'd love to, you know, be able to play a uh, Pacific Nation tournament, or uh, you know, we, we need to be able to provide it. Um, just from a selfish point of view as a coach, mate, a, you know, an opportunity for our boys to be together and play at that level. Uh, you know. And, you look at the state of origin, and they've got you know a number of the Australian players that they come together and they they go in and out of camp and they learn how to play at a higher level. Well, it's been able to provide um, our players the same opportunity. And I think if they were able to either pause a competition and have a, a you know a, a tournament, uh, I mean we played I think two years ago uh, where we played Tonga in the middle of the season, where we had that one-off game and. Yeah, you know, we, we went to Mount Smart and the crowd was unbelievable. I mean, I've never seen an atmosphere like it. Mm. And there's no reasons why that, you know, if they do put a pause, that, uh, you know, we've got enough uh, TV um, viewing that we can put on for um, rugby league, so it covers a lot of that. But I'm a big fan of what you're talking about. I'd love to be able to bring the boys together uh, and have, you know, whether it's a two or three game series in the Pacific Nation. I think that'd be a great idea. Mate, the um, I was at that game. It was it was absolutely phenomenal. It was a no-brainer playing against Tonga, yeah. and especially the way that they're going. So, my, you could say the same thing, Madge, after yeah, um, finishing finishing second in the World Cup. So, it, yeah. ma- it it makes you know common sense to play those two in a Pacific Cup. What what yeah. what are the likelihoods of locking in a schedule 
for like five years as opposed to we're, we're seven weeks away from the competition finishing and all of your your NRL clubs will be saying to the boys who are, as we know, carrying little injuries, it's you know time for you to get cleaned up, don't worry about anything else because I need you for next year. When is the when is the likelihood of a five-year calendar coming out? Kempi, I've been saying the same thing as you for many years. It'd be nice to be able to lock it away and I do know that COVID... Uh, did interrupt, but COVID's gone now. Yeah, we need to be able to sit down as a game and go. Well, here's a five-year program for the international game. Um, yeah, I, I continually tell people how special that space is, and it's an opportunity for our game um, to take a, a great leap forward. Uh, yeah, obviously, yeah, over in the World Cup, uh, you've got teams that are not quite at the top level, uh, but they're growing in, in stature and in, in how they're going. But you know, our, our, you know, Tonga, Samoa, England, for, you know. Um, New Zealand, you know, we can actually create some really good content in games, and it's entertaining footy. Um, you know, it's a, a different style than just the sometimes the the NRL footy where it gets into a grind. Uh, so, yeah, it'd be nice to be able to lock away a five-year program so we can actually grow that space and turn it into something very special. Yeah, hey, Madge, what just uh, just before I let you go, Ruben Wiki, well, what's his role this week? Is he handing out your jerseys or is he handing out the Warriors jumpers? <laughs> <laughs> you might have to ask him, mate. I, I know he's uh, stuck between two, but uh, he's a Raider at heart, mate. You've got to remember that. He, he won a grand final. He's one of the greats. So, uh, But I do know he's um, held very in high regard over here in New Zealand. So uh, he's a special man, Rich. He certainly is the Pied Piper. Hey, uh, yeah. thanks for joining us this morning, Madge. All the best tomorrow night. We'll be there calling it for SENZ. Uh, so all of your listeners in Canberra can uh, listen through. Good luck. Good on you, boys. Thanks for having me. Cheers. Awesome, Madge McGuire talking about the Kiwis. Love that chat, Kempi. We need more. We need more. Like you don't even know when the Kiwis are going to play. It's <laughs> been a long time since the World Cup, and we haven't even seen them since. I can't even remember the World Cup it was that long ago, and we haven't even seen a test and test schedule. We're going to get some confirmation on that potentially after the CBA is announced. But that Pacific Nations Cup has to happen, Kempi. We need to see more tests. Like when you think of a number. What is a number that you would love to see test matches during the year? The All Blacks play 13 to 15 tests a year. Yeah. Kiwis, yes, with the clubs, potentially not going to be that many, but what, seven? Three, nah, three. Three. Is three? Pl- three is plenty a year, going and then building on the back of it and build all your structures underneath it. So you've got all your, all your residents playing here, all your Aussie residents playing there, building competitions actually fill into three tests a year. The reason for that, Izzy, is because of the length of the NRL. Like you're not yeah, gonna get more than, you're not gonna get more than three. Mm. You know what yeah. I mean? So to get three, and that's why I said a Pacific Cup between Tonga, Samoa and New Zealand. Gotta remember, Tonga has tailed up each of the tier one um, teams. That's Australia, New Zealand and and uh, England. There is no tiers. Get rid of that rubbish. All right, Samoa finished second, who's meant to be a tier two team in the World Cup. So when you think about it, logic makes uh, it makes total sense. Play those three down here while Origin's on, and shorten or, and shorten Origin to a three week um, period. There is no chance that NRL and, and Australia would allow that to happen. I tell you, because what, what happens if the Origin players, Pacific players, want to go and play for their countries? That's exactly. It's just weak. That's exactly. That, that won't happen. So what's a, so what's the key here? The key here is the CBA, isn't it? My question, mm. and, be, and before all of this can happen, is how many Pacifica and Kiwis actually sitting in the leadership group of the of the players' association? Because if I was sitting there and and passionate about my country, I would be putting that stipulation in there. 
Oof, man, plenty to the. I, I know where you're coming from. You've spoken about this plenty of times. Three test matches plowed through the state of origin window, a window that could potentially happen, but I just cannot see the NRL absolutely buying into that. No chance at all. All right, lads, that was Madge Maguire, and that was brought to you by Alcoa Wheels. Lighter, brighter, stronger. Visit transpex.co.nz. We've got Kempi's off-the-back fence coming up. He's going to tee off. Where's he going to go? I do not know, but I know Kempi's got a smile on his face. It might be happy. It might be right between the nostrils. We'll have to wait and see. Fight for life, Tony Kemp. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Thanks to Kemp's Warehouse, keeping you healthy this winter.